This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermerver, and today in episode 230, we're going to talk about how to set your students up for success in the high school science classes. And if you don't have a, a high school student right now, don't go away, because setting your kids up for success in high school starts a long time before that. And I have a guest with me. I think that, um, I've just been saying to her now, the uh, guest I've had most often on my podcast, and it's show sponsor Funder Funder Academy's chemistry teacher, Dr. Kristen Moon. Welcome, Kristen. Thank you. So Kristen has been on quite a few times, and I'm not even going to list them all. So if you want to hear more of her, she's done ones on virtual labs and using FIT and Google Lens, and she's just been on my other science teachers talking science stuff as well. At least those are the ones I can remember. So if you just go to the show notes page, which is homeschoolingwithtechnology.com, and just put in um, Kristen Moon, you will find all that. And in fact, she's actually been on some other podcasts in the network that I'm part of. So you can listen to those ones too. She gets around. But <laughs> let me just, before we get into our topic, um, Kristen is uh, I mean her PhD is in virology and she is a real science teacher and she teaches not just chemistry for fund of fund academy but she also teaches at true north homeschool those are live classes and she also teaches just via her own platform um Kristen Moon Science so Kristen just to start off just tell them all the different topics that you teach Okay, so yes, for um, for Funda Funda, I teach chemistry, and that is asynchronous online. It has due dates, but there's no live class component, so that works that works well for for many students. Um, for True North, I teach chemistry, anatomy and physiology, biology, physics, and then coming spring of 2024, for the first time, I'm going to teach a semester course on genetics, which will be lots of fun. Um, on my website, I have some um, science video lab courses. So one for biology and one for chemistry. And then I have a little, you know, little unit studies and things on my website. What I'm really excited about, and I, I really want to get the word out, is that this summer I'm once again teaching a six-week math skills for chemistry class. Um, and it is useful for any student who plans to take chemistry in you know for the next year we cover all of the major math skills that they should have already encountered in algebra but um i'm going to apply them in the ways that they'll need to use them in chemistry so we take our time over the summer and we work on one math skill a week and uh, i think this is the third or fourth time that i've offered this over the summer and every single year i get parents commenting that they're so glad that their kids took that over the summer because it really set them up for success in their chemistry class and it doesn't matter if you're taking chemistry with me um the the math skills that we focus on in that class um will be universally used no matter what chemistry class or textbook um their student will be using okay so then to start off with 
let's um, look, because we're going to be looking at obviously not just chemistry, but all the science classes, mm -hmm. which because uh, Kristen teaches so many different ones, she can step back and have this big perspective. You know, I realize that some of you, you're thinking my child isn't going to get into a science career. They just have to make it through science. Others of you might be starting to think that your kid might go into engineering or want to be a doctor or, you know, um, go into chemistry uh, or something. And you, you know, you want to make sure that they are going to be able to do well when they do high school so that they can carry on. Because even if they don't actually go into a science field, they're probably going to have to do some gen eds unless they manage to, um, you, uh, you know, do an AP to get out of it. My kids did that one to get out of it. Um, or to, uh, you know, or, or they could go to a community college or um, a four-year college and get to dual um, your credit there that's another way you could get out of it but otherwise your kids are going to have to do it again and so you want to make sure that they've you know succeeded in high school so they can succeed in college if they're going on to that so what should middle school parents do or even elementary but what should parents mm -hmm. be doing before their kids get to high school to make sure that their children will be ready for high school science well one thing that you said um that I caught and I wanted to address um was you said maybe their kids don't plan to go to college. And that um that's just something that sticks out to me because I recognize I've had personal experience with students of my own in co-op classes and stuff that think that they're not going to go to college and so they don't make those preparations. They they don't think, you know, oh I need to get for um for sciences or I don't need to keep up with my math because my kids aren't going to college and I've seen some of those same families the child finds their passion late in high school and decides they do need to go to college mm -hmm. to do whatever it is that that you know lights their fire and at that point it's kind of too late right. um it's never really too late but my goodness it's so much harder to try to backtrack and and get things taken care of late in high school so i think that my first thing that i would recommend is you know just keep your options open mm -hmm. and it never really hurts to over prepare maybe you're right and your kid won't go to college but it's not going to hurt them to take four years of high school and and to keep up to date on the math and keep their options open in case they do decide that they want to go on to college so that wasn't even something I was going to say that was just like a that's a bonus <laughs> <laughs> right um, and I mean that, that is that is true with so many things I've I've you know I've been doing this for so many years with so many different students and I've had them just in other areas too regret mm -hmm. not having done mm -hmm. something and only realized it in their senior year and right. um yeah parents just realize that you're setting that foundation right from a young age and rather do too much and realize you didn't need to than regret right because education's never wasted right. um it's not going to hurt them to have taken an, an extra math course or an extra science course if they don't go on to college um but one of the major things that i see is that students are coming into high school science classes really not prepared for for maybe the math involved um, so what I would recommend in high in middle school is to go ahead and map out their four years of high school. And I might I know it might seem like that's that's overkill, but you know, putting on paper, even if it's in pencil, what you plan to have them take, not just in math and science, but in English and history, and, and you know, getting in all the different things that they plan to take in high school, mapping it out. Um, that's really going to help you understand what you need to be doing in middle school to prepare them for high school. Um, so if you know that they need to have algebra by the time that they take chemistry, you know that you want to get them to the point where they can take algebra 
ahead of when they take chemistry and that sort of thing. And, and mapping it all out on pencil in pencil really does aid. Um, it, it, it just it provides some security mm-hmm. so that you're not getting to the senior year and realizing, oh, no, <laughs> we never took foreign language or something like that. It's, it's just really helpful um, to map it all out ahead of time and make sure that that they're prepared for what's coming their way. Um, and then again, looking ahead to high school and, and knowing pretty much biology does not have any prerequisites, but chemistry does have prerequisites. You need to have taken algebra first and anatomy and physiology. You have to have taken biology first. So so making sure that you kind of look ahead to those things and in middle school, start making the preparations. Um, I would also in middle school start um, giving them more ownership in managing their schedules so that when they start taking, you know, high school classes that that you're able to kind of take your hands off the reins a bit um, and and let them start managing their own schedule, managing their own responsibilities, that sort of thing. Um, And then, of course, um, you know, continue to encourage your kids natural curiosity in middle school. They probably have lots of things that they're interested in. Give them tools that they can investigate, hands-on science, um, and and model for them how to safely navigate the internet in order to, you know, if they have a question, something comes up in their everyday life and they would like to know the answer to that, and maybe you as their parent don't know the answer, model for them how to safely navigate the internet to find the answers that they seek. Right. Um, just also remembering back to, because I'm not a science teacher, when my kids were doing uh, science, biology in particular um, has quite a lot of learning, I feel like, comparison mm-hmm. to some of the other high school things. And if your child, although it has no prerequisites, my feeling is if you've never covered those topics at all in middle school, mm-hmm. that's going to be a, it's going to be just like a lot. Yeah. You absolutely can start exposing them to some of those topics at a very basic level. When my kids were in elementary school, they were learning about cells and they were learning about atoms. They were putting together molecules out of gumdrops and toothpicks. You know, it's totally fine and and a great idea to start exposing Mm -hmm. to them to those things at a very basic level so that when they're coming to them in high school, it's not totally foreign to them. And just by the way, Funder Funder Academy does have unit studies. We're working on them. We've got some of them going already for science. And we are trying to actually just cover. I'd forgotten about that until we started talking. (laughs) We are trying to cover just the, um, you know, just like give them a good foundation. And they're up for fourth through eighth grade. So um, we do have a cell one. I think the cell one is up. Um, and we also we have a general one as well so we have some of them and I'll put those the link to those in the show notes along with um, all Christian all Christians um, uh, classes I'm going to link them all and the show notes if you most podcast players I don't mind just actually list them straight beneath uh, the actual episode so you don't even have to go to our show notes page but you can just find the classes there so and we'll we're going to have I'll list everything out there all right, so that's middle school and before. Now, when you get to high school, what is the biggest problem that you see that the students are struggling with? So I would say twofold. Um, obviously, not it's not an issue in biology, but especially when we get to chemistry, I find that many students are 
or lacking in their math, math foundation. Um, even though I list that algebra one should be a prerequisite to taking the class, I find that students are still struggling, which is why I made that math skills for chemistry class, because, um, you know, that class reviews skills that they should have already learned in algebra, but I apply them in the same way that they're going to be encountering them in, in chemistry. Um, but, you know, just a major thing that I find, though, in addition to math, is um, especially in the classes that I teach, students are coming in and they're not capable, really, of managing their time. Mm -hmm. um, and they might get behind in their classes and then they don't communicate to their teacher. So that's why I was saying in middle school, it's kind of great mm -hmm. to start transitioning them to taking ownership because it is different for our kids that are homeschooled. You know, our kids that go to traditional school, they're used to being in a classroom. They're used to having a teacher that's not mom. And they're used to having to manage their homework and their schedules. Um, we kind of um, shelter our kids from those experiences by and large as homeschoolers. But that is a skill that they need to develop. So if your students, you know, when they get in, into their high school classes, um, if they have teachers um, through a co-op or through online classes that they're taking, they, they need to understand how to reach out, how to read a syllable, read a syllabus and, and to take care of it and not have mom and dad always over their shoulder, um, you know, checking and making sure that, that they're doing everything right. Um, and then when they communicate with their teachers, understanding that, they should not be using text speak. They should not be addressing <laughs> their teacher. Hey, I have been addressed. Hey, so many times. And it's always like, what? Or our messages yep. in, with no caps at all and no punctuation and stuff and like with that. A, a lowercase u, lowercase r for, yeah. That's kind I of mean, funny. I like to think that I'm a fun teacher. <laughs> I still, I'm still old fashioned and I would never have spoken to my teacher or professor that way. And I guess I just kind of expect the same when people are messaging me. Um, but a, another problem that students will run into is that they start to get overwhelmed. Maybe they get behind. And, and I could easily see that this would happen even if they're not taking an online class, even if they're taking a science mm -hmm. class at home. Um, they become overwhelmed and they think it's okay. I'll just push through it and I'll continue on. But that's that's not the way to do it. If you're confused, um, you need to stop and, and figure that out, especially if they're in an online class. If they're confused, they need to reach out to their teacher. The online teachers that they're probably taking from want to help. They're just mm -hmm. waiting to hear that your student has a problem. And then they're they're very happy to help. But a lot of times I'll have a student that just stops turning in work and I will message them and I'll have to reach out to the parents and I will get no response at all. And then the panic comes a week or two before the end of the semester. And at that point, it's really, really hard, especially in a class where one topic builds into another. Right. It's really, really hard to catch up again. Um, so, you know, keeping the communication open, giving them ownership of their own assignments. Um, do not neglect opportunities for hands-on learning. I'm really big on that. Um, yes, it's true that our students learning at home, we don't have access to Bunsen burners and fume hoods in chemistry, but my goodness, there are so many really excellent experiments that your students can still do from home. And mm -hmm. those experiments are really going to drive home the concepts that they're learning in class and make them 
come alive so much more than than just learning through a textbook ever would. Right. Yeah. Kristen's classes are, are great. And I definitely can recommend that you look into any of the ones that she's offering. You know, when she also talked about um, just now about the overwhelm, sometimes students push through there's another way that students some others do it and you kind of mentioned this too and they just kind of stop is mm. sometimes I think they just feel overwhelmed and mm. they just will just rather go and you know watch some TikTok and not the science ones either and it's like they just stop mm. and it's just they're overwhelmed and really parents I don't know how to stress because this happens in my classes, which aren't nearly as hard as Kristen's. I mean, I've got the, so I teach the social sciences and they still will just like get overwhelmed, not know how to do something, not know how to use a tool that I want them to use or something and don't reach out, simply stop. And then months later, they'll say, well, we didn't know how to do X, Y, Z, or mm -hmm. we couldn't finish, or we got sick or whatever. And I just stress, you know, reach out to the teacher because we've been doing this for a long time and mm -hmm. we can help we can help them figure out how to manage their time better there's just a lot of things that you know we can actually help there okay so to finish up with are there any other things that you can think of that parents should be addressing ahead of time or during the time while students are taking uh science classes i think i've touched on most of it but um you know, these, these are hard topics. They, mm -hmm. you can get into some hard things, but that doesn't mean that they're not worthwhile. Um, it's very easy in today's world to be distracted by all the technology. I mean, my goodness, it's hard not to be distracted. Um, and, and so because it's so easy to just, you know, turn into a, turn to a screen and, and, um, you know, have fun, it, it can be difficult to force your kids might find it difficult to force themselves to really focus and struggle through something mm -hmm. that's hard, but it's going to be character building. Um, and I think that I've had so many students that have said it was hard, but they pushed through and they are so satisfied and it feels so good to mm -hmm. have made it through those struggles. And, and that's what's waiting on the other side of, of some of these more difficult classes. Um, if you struggle, understand there are plenty of people out here that can help. There are amazing um, videos, video creators on YouTube. I use YouTube videos in my classes to mm -hmm. help supplement our, our classes. There are tutors, there are online classes, there are games that you can play. There are all sorts of things that can help your student learn science if they're struggling, if you don't feel like you're able to teach them these things. Um, you don't have to do it alone. That's that's something I would I would want to encourage um, parents with. All right. So just um, to wrap up, to remind you about uh, the chemistry math class that Kristen is teaching this summer. It is a live class, um, mm -hmm. and I will put the link below. And um, you'll also see her other classes. I'll link to all of those and to the Funder Funder Science classes. We also at Funder Funder, we also offer, we offer the same ones. All of ours are asynchronous. So if you're looking for live, True North is a great place to go because you can get Kristen there <laughs> covering a lot of them. Um, if you're looking for flexibility, Funder Funder Academy is great. And we do have um, uh, biology. We have uh, forensic science. We have ecology, earth science, and of course, Kristen's chemistry class too. Uh, we do have a Facebook group, the Homeschooling um, with Technology podcast community. 
come and join us there if you want to talk about anything tech um we love your questions and we're ready to answer and to try and point you in the right direction and come and see us again next time but let's just first say goodbye to Kristen and I hope that you found this useful and uh, thanks Kristen so much for coming and talking to us today absolutely thank you and for everybody else I will see you same time same place next week Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.